Yep. The following program is for adult audiences only. This is... This is... Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live, right now. Are you ready? Find, find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's March 24th, 2020, and I'm Eric, talking at you once again from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where I spent the day making a list of all the intelligent things I remember Donald Trump saying. So here you go. Hey, Gord, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I, I actually expected the list to be shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, quick shout out to Mike at Pit Lane Parlay, the number one racing and IndyCar podcast in the world. And when you're not listening to him or us, check out the Functionally Dysfunctional podcast on Apple Podcast. It is a damn good show. And if you're on Apple anyway, give us all a, a little star rating and tell your friends. Thanks for listening. We love that you're here. I want to just say a quick note. If you know who Dr. Benjamin Hardy is, and if you're a fan, and if you heard our episode that we did with him and liked what he had to say, uh, I have very limited advanced copies of his new book, Personality Isn't Permanent. That'll be in stores June 16th, but if you just can't wait that long, shoot us an email. Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, sorry, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. And I can give you an advanced copy free of charge because he liked us that much. Um, very awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for sharing. Um, enjoy the show. Gord, what's going on, buddy? Um, I don't mean to surprise you, but coronavirus. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> um, I found out. <laughs> I found out today that uh, apparently making doors is an essential uh, thing in Ontario. So um, I will not be taking part of the the self quarantine uh, because uh, doors. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, you think. I- Doors keep viruses out, right? I'm still right? trying to so. figure that out. I mean, like, the, the weird thing is, is like you said, this whole uh, um, Ford had come out saying that, you know, he's you know, basically he's going to be, I'm going to paraphrase, he never used the term, and we shouldn't because it's not right. Uh, but, you know, it's, that's a shutting Ontario down. He's going to, you know, put into this bullshit and basically just and set up for a massive fucking set of quarantine so we can get ahead of this whole thing. And make sure that nothing breaks worse than it is or anything else. And he announces this huge, massive shutdown plan. And basically, the only people he shut down are like independent niche shop owners. Um, So, like, you know, like the the little small stores that you walk in to look at a candle and put it down and walk out again, Um, things like that, Uh, flower stores. and that's about the extent of it. Yeah. Everything else is considered essential. It was the mo- it's the most pointless piece of crap I've ever seen because this literally affects nobody. 
Giggity. Everybody that this quote unquote affects is already on quarantine as it is. Yeah. Well, that's a so good thing, just, I guess. It isn't because it, A, it shows it's pointless. B, it shows he's spineless. Because if you're going to do a shutdown, then the first thing you should be shutting down, like not first thing, but one of the major things you'd be shutting down would be um, non-essential construction projects, which means anything not related to hospitals, doctors, or pharmacies. You you stop those for two weeks. Put a stop to it for two weeks. Right. Send everybody home for two weeks because you can't contain anything on a giant open site like that. But we're you have both worked those fucking jobs. We're not the cleanest of people when we work those jobs. I think people are some people, and including Ford, are starting to realize that uh, it's not practical. It's not doesn't make any sense. And let's just try to you know maneuver as best we can with with. And and make it look like we're putting forth our best effort, I guess. Oh, it's without bankrupting everybody. I have something I want to read about it uh, in a little bit because uh, Doctor Hardy inspired me to start writing on Medium dot com again. I used to do it, and then I quit. And then he was talking about it, and I got all like, "Oh my god." How come I'm not doing that? So I've started doing that again, and I kind of want to direct people's attention to it. So I'm going to read a little excerpt from something of mine that you can find on Medium.com. And, uh, yeah, that'll be fun for everybody. Cool. It's just a short little thing. Awesome. Um, I could do that now or later. No, I'll do it now. Why not? Yeah, do it now. Because yeah, yeah. it's right. It relates to what we're just talking about. It's just I'm just going to do a quick little couple of paragraphs from it, but you can read the whole thing on Medium.com. Um, <clears throat> the most serious and disturbing symptom of the COVID-19 breakout seems to be the rapid and total abandonment of reason, logic, and common sense. This is spread further and more rapidly than the novel coronavirus ever will, and it, it infects without prejudice, regardless of its victim's age or physical health. Ordinarily discerning individuals are barricading themselves and their families in makeshift McCarthy-era-style bomb shelters constructed from Costco packs of Charmin glued together with antibacterial Purell. Some of these people appear to believe that COVID-19 can identify its victims prior to attacking them, so they've chosen to wear masks and to avoid detection. <laughs> the most... <laughs> most vulnerable to this extreme mental degeneration are by all accounts any individuals who've been exposed to unhealthy amounts of network television news or high levels of social media interaction. However, nobody's completely immune. In a matter of days, entire communities that are totally isolated, miles away from the nearest town that's reported to single citizens showing signs of any sort of condition that remotely resembles an illness, have imposed an informal martial law on their people. One of the delusions that, that this mass paranoia causes its victims to suffer is the notion that it's possible to anger COVID-19 by talking to one another. Sure. Governments of all levels are, are instructing citizens to watch their neighbors closely and immediately notify authorities if any of their behavior violates these newly imposed restrictions. If you're aware of any individual in your neighborhood who might have at one time been in contact with somebody who might have had a relative who once used to date someone whose brother had a roommate who worked with a guy who maybe went to China at some point, 
It's your patriotic duty to immediately inform the police of that individual's location and activities. <laughs> Two things about this sudden worldwide retardation are extremely concerning. The first thing is that people who aren't yet suffering from this condition aren't questioning the erratic behavior of those who've been stricken. Uh, regardless of how, how irrational the demands of government become and how crazy the behavior of the newly retarded seems to get, almost nobody points out that the absolute insanity of all of this. The second frightening thing is there is a scary low number of people considering how our society is going to recover from the economic ruin that this great mental breakdown is causing. That's all you get for now. Yeah, that's the fucking truth. Um, yeah, that's... I fully yeah. blame the media. I think the media at the end of the day needs to be punished for what they have done uh, in the handling of this. They have spread fear completely unnecessary in all our countries and, and just made this out to be uh, something that it isn't. And they're they're not backing off at all because they, it's the news's job is to get you to watch the news so they're making it very interesting and scary but at the end of the day they've caused a tremendous amount of damage and i think they should all be held accountable for some of the economic problems we're facing now i really do except for me and gord because we've been reporting it straight from the day one and we've been not saying panic throughout all of this no just trying not to um, but nevertheless, it is what it is, and we all just have to do what we're told and try to get over it as quickly as possible. Um, yeah, so that's a, I, I don't want, I have news that's not Corona, uh, related. I'm happy to talk about that instead, but if we have something more Corona, we can talk Corona if it's something important, but I don't want to just keep going over the same fucking thing all day, every day. Uh, fully agree. Um, uh, the only big things I really wanted to mention, I got two main important things. Um, one is, well, just Trump's an idiot. Uh, he, Trump actually now believes that he can have, that he is going to have the entire American economy reopened by Easter, uh, uh, which basically he's saying that this virus will be contained by Easter. Um, um, uh, he, he's an idiot. He was going um, so far gonna... as to uh, make it sound like he was going to start punishing businesses that don't reopen right away. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, like he's that he's 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 a fuck he's a fucking idiot. Um, he just doesn't have a clue. They had the U.S. had over right. ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he had ten. The U.S. had ten thousand new cases. Of the coronavirus yesterday, right? Keeping just him yesterday, and he thinks that it's going to. It's just. It's just. They're just starting the upswing of this virus going through. But again, keep in mind what the media is doing now. They're projecting that they're supposed to have a hundred thousand new cases by the end of the week. So if they've only got ten a day, they're doing just fine. You gotta yeah. Uh, until tomorrow, it hits fourteen thousand. The day after that, it hits twenty-two. You just yeah, but, don't know. Yeah, but it's supposed to be over a hundred thousand new cases by the end of the week. 
So if we're only doing 10,000 new cases a day, we're doing okay. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's that's what we want to see. They're, well, spin- they're spinning that number the other way going, oh my God, it's 10,000 new cases. Yeah, but it's supposed to be 20. The estimates were 20 and it's only 10. Spin it that tens, way. It's only half. Yeah. Agreed. No, I mean, uh, that I haven't seen one site post about the um about the the actual what the numbers are what they actually are i see what you're saying because they are i'm i'm seeing lots of these media sites that are saying you know it's slated to hit a hundred thousand new things by the end of the week i'm seeing that all over the place but not one person on any of these sites has actually quoted the fact that there's ten thousand only ten thousand cases yesterday right which is half of what they're slated to be going through. So exactly, shut the fuck up. That's the way yeah. you gotta you gotta spin these up. The way the media is doing it is just disgusting, and I can't believe they're not letting up just a little bit. They're just pounding it, and ah, it's for tear. Just aggravating. Yeah, it's insane. Um, uh, so yeah, there's that, and I just think that's just craziness. Um, now this next thing, so like I said, I, I really didn't want to. Talk touch a whole lot on that one but this next one because we talked about this not all that long ago uh russia and their coronavirus yeah well i officially have russia has officially released what they claim are their numbers what they claim are their numbers well said because we all know because you got because you got to remember there's and i, and I double check this i let's say up um they border china for 2600 mile border with china like i mean although it's a completely different area than what it is but china's still going pretty fucking gangbusters with numbers yeah but no i totally agree with you is what i'm saying now russia is reporting 495 cases and zero deaths yep and with and hang on on top of that there, um, one of the big things that's been going on in there is that they've had a since January they've had a huge number of people dying from pneumonia, right? Which is ends up can be which is I mean you know a lot of people don't necessarily die from the COVID nineteen as much as they're dying from pneumonia. Yeah, very yeah. Most people have a pre-existing heart condition. God, Skype is sucking a fat one tonight. Oh, it's horrible tonight. I know it's fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, so they've had this huge. They had a thirty-seven percent increase in pneumonia cases in Moscow alone in January. And yeah, that sucks. Russia, Russia strictly just says um, uh, that. Um, the, 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 let me see. So Russian police were investigating um, a woman uh, in, in the media uh, for her claim that the government was manipulating the statistics. That's when you know things are wrong when they're going after that person. Yep. Um, well, Russia always goes they, after uh, that person. Oh, well, that's, that's what Russia does. Um, they have. Uh, they said that the increase in pneumonia cases could have been explained by a more proactive screening for pneumonia this year. 
this, really? There's only there's more cases cause, just because they're they've noticed more. That makes sense. I can I can. Yeah. I, I don't think it's true. I I don't think anything Putin says is true. But like the best thing is is when Putin appeared to when he talked about this, he's literally in a in a full hazmat suit. Yeah, that's awesome. Full hazmat suit, and you're gonna sit there and tell me that in your entire country. Less than 500 people have been affected, and you're wearing a hazmat suit? I guarantee half the time when yeah. he's when when Putin stands up and does a speech, I don't think he actually yeah. hears what he says. I think all he hears when he's up in front of a group of people talking is this. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um... I think you're right. I really do because, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, this man. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just, I just don't even know what to say about it. Um, yeah, so they're clearly lying through their fucking teeth about the numbers. Yeah, well, he um, was. They were bragging they about it last it. week. Um, I didn't really read the article too closely, but there was one last week about how they've had virtually no effect from it and everybody's fine and they're not social distancing the way everybody is and it's just like this is what russia does they always do this they're always like nope we're That's so right. much better everything's fine here we're like even when they were the most piss poor fucking country in the world they were lying and saying they weren't and we all knew but they still kept up that oh no we're strong like rocky no you're not you really 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 aren't it's kind of like it's the same thing north korea does like i've got a nuclear missile no you don't i could no you couldn't (laughs) get it (laughs) you don't know Uh, yes we do um, and Russia's the same thing. It's just Putin's more convincing because he's such a big, like, intimidating dude that he comes out and he's like, Russia's fine. We don't have your problems. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. That dude knows his shit. They don't have problems there. Look at him. I wear a hazmat suit all the time. <laughs> it's good for skin. <laughs> <laughs> um... The the Russian government has said that 163,000 coronavirus tests have been performed so far. Um, until recently, all the tests in Russia were analyzed by just one lab in Novobursk, um, and it took several days to get the results. Uh, Putin said that Moscow this week launched its own network of labs and that the number of tests will reach 13,000 a day. For the city is what he says. Wow. Well, Which literally means nobody's getting a test. Well, probably. And even then, at 13,000, you got 13 million people in yeah. the city. Well, that's kind of how Russia does it, too. It's like, okay, we've handed out 100 tests. 100 people uh, tested negative. There you go. Everybody's negative. Don't you want to do more tests? <laughs> no, that's all the tests. We're good. Everyone we tested We're came good. back negative. Everyone, we keep testing people, they keep coming back negative. We don't have it here. Uh, Did you hear what uh, North Korea, how they're handling the coronavirus? 
No, I assume they're shooting oh. missiles at it. Very close. Um, Any time any suspected case comes up, they kill the guy. Well, you know what? That's They're stopping the... it literally dead in, dead in its tracks. <laughs> uh, not for nothing, but that could have solved a lot of problems if we'd just done that <laughs> right? in the first place. Somebody, somebody posted a phenomenal meme about it just after that information got released, and it literally shows um, live to the minute coronavirus numbers in North Korea. One. 13 minutes later, zero. <laughs> 40 minutes later, one. 21 minutes later, zero. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm a big fan of, like, uh, the few dying to save the many. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's not a bad way to do it. Um, I'm yeah. sure they're not probably uh, socially isolating half as bad as we are, just because, they, you know... They don't have to. They're, and, you know, how how far would have it spread out of China if they had just done that in China? It's true. And China loves doing shit like that. They get off on that sort of thing. I don't I don't like to say it, but it, it would have made a lot of sense. And it would have saved a lot of headaches. Yep. I fully agree. Um, now, I wanted to have this one quote up, but it's only... A- the video is only available on like on, I could only find the available the uh, the video on Instagram and I'm just not going to be bothered dealing with it. But um, just to show the geniusness of of celebrities, um, Britney Spears has uh, sent out like sent a note out through somebody else, uh, basically calling for uh, a redistribution of wealth um, in order to deal with this. Is that because she's going broke? That's what I'm starting to wonder. Come on, bitch. (laughs) Who are you kidding? Um, So I just thought that was kind of funny. But then on the whole flip side of it, you've got Ryan Reynolds, who released a video on Instagram, where it's literally him saying, with the problems this world is facing with with COVID-19, we all know the best place to get any information and to look for any bit of solace in the world is through celebrities. So I'm here to talk about my gin. <laughs> it's just fucking like, well done, Ryan Reynolds. Well done, sir. You're I'm gonna a genius, and you're a gem. I'm gonna get in touch with him and see if he'll do a voice on our movie. Oh, that would be so amazing. I'm seriously going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. I know he won't. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like it's a Ryan Reynolds movie or anything. Like I don't want to use his fame to make our movie better. He doesn't even have to be in the credits. I just want him to do it, and then we'll we'll know he did it. It'd be like the uh, in the uh, Deadpool movie where they got the one guy who was invisible, the one character who was invisible in the movie. The whole movie, the guy's completely invisible, so you never see his face. Yeah. It's not until the guy dies or he hits the electric fence you find out it's Brad Pitt. <laughs> Is that in uh, Deadpool two? That's in Deadpool. No, the first. Second one, first one. I don't remember that. No, the first one because I saw that in theaters. Yeah, I wasn't. It's a very, it's a, it's a really fast clip. When the guy, when they all jump out of the airplane, they all die differently. Uh, The guy who slams into the uh, the power lines, his face lights up, and it's Brad Pitt smiling as he's being electrocuted. (laughs) 
Anybody listening, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but Skype is just being a bitch. Um, I'm very it sorry sucks. for the way this sounds right now. It's choppy as shit. Yeah, it's really, it's I've, it's never been this bad before. It's really good right now on my side. Ah, uh, yeah, you just cut just out as right you were now. saying that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> moving on from Corona news to, uh, actually kind of sad news in the world. Um, Albert Erduzo has died of a heart attack at the age of 92. Uh, for anyone who doesn't recognize the name, he's the guy who invented Asterix. You remember the, uh, the comic book character from when we were kids? Uh, Viking guy named Asterix. Oh, he created Asterix in 1961, and he died of a heart attack at the age of 92. Very, very sad. Oh, that was very sad. I always liked Asterix because Asterix and Tintin came out at like the same time, and Tintin was such a homo, and Asterix was awesome. And I always yeah, made Tintin fun. Sucked. I always made fun of people who uh, read Tintin. But there was like 12 Asterix books in our school and like I was I could never get my hands on them. They were always out. But it's it's just like such a big thing, I think, in, in kids uh, childhood. I know at least in Canada, I don't know about anywhere else because it's like the French comic is France French, though. It's not Canadian French, but uh, still, I don't I don't know if they're big worldwide or if it was just a Canadian kid thing. But Asterix was huge. Yeah, I I remember that. Yeah, it took a bit when she mentioned, um, uh, when she mentioned uh, the comic strip. I remembered that. Yeah, he he and a partner originally wrote twenty four comic strips, and then they got really crazy popular, and he separated from the partner for whatever reason, and and carried on with them. But they were just such a monumental part of youth. Um, very sad that he has passed on. It is very, very sad. You, but you heard let, Kenny Rogers passed away? Let me reiterate, it was a heart attack. It was in no way coronavirus related. <laughs> and yes, I did hear about Kenny Rogers. I, uh, um, that's sad. It sucks. He kicked ass on the Muppets. Um, he also did that amazing movie called, um, uh, fucking The Six Pack. Love that movie. Uh, it's not well known in movies, but and of course everybody <laughs> wants people to again. People want it to be Corona related. It wasn't Corona related. It was he was eighty one. He was an old dude, and yep. he died from being well. Not he died died from lack of blood flow to the brain, which is what we all die of. Yes. Um, it sucks. I, I, uh, that's really the first time I remember hearing the Gambler song was on the Muppet Show. And everybody, look it up on YouTube. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up Kenny Rogers, The Gambler on the Muppets. It's on YouTube, and it's fucking dope. And it's the first time I ever heard that song, and I've liked it ever since. Uh, oh, it is, yeah. It's one of, one of two Muppet stuff. shows that I actually vividly remember. The second I one. I remember a lot of the but... I the only one I really remember like I remember that performance because it's amazing and the the Muppets are really incredible in it. Uh, everybody go watch it and then write me an email and tell me what you think. The other one that sticks out in my mind and I don't remember why was Sylvester Stallone. 
And that maybe that's why I'm such a fan of his. But uh, when he was on the Muppet Show and he did the gladiator fight against Sweetums, the big monster, the big brown monster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did like they did the gladiator style fight, and it was just fucking dope. I just and I I think that's probably why I still like Stallone to this day. Uh, that's right. I remember that. I fought the monster. I kicked his ass too. I punched that big hairy pussy. I punched him right in the face. <laughs> that's what I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's my second favorite one. Yeah, but it sucks about Kenny Rogers. It does. Um. Yeah. He's a big. You know what really sucked uh, was that goddamn eye surgery he got. And he's just looked surprised since he was like 75. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that shit was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's caught me crazy. Um, um, so scientists in the world, biologists, are looking at 101 different species to try and figure out why females live longer than males. This isn't just a human thing. This is an all-around-the-world thing. Uh, females live longer than males. Scientists can't figure it out. I figure it's because females don't have females sucking the world to live out of them. <laughs> Too obvious. <laughs> the goodness is I'm not bitter, so... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is not a human uh, thing. It's It's... All species, the, the females live longer than the males, and they see what I don't understand about them not knowing. Like, because in almost every species, as far as I can think of, in almost every species, I think praying mantises are the exception. Um, and well, praying mantises and polar bears. Um, the male in almost every species is the one that goes out and does the dominant of the killing. And supplies the food for the rest of the family. True. So, which means that it's what it shows is it shows that even animals have deal with anxiety and the pressures of life of trying to provide for the family so that the wife and the kids can stay at home and just chill and just be all nice and the wife doesn't have to get up to do anything. Um, Or doesn't have to rephrase that because women work hard at home yada yada i get that but yeah no i think that's a very big thing because you know i mean like you hear you hear people like i mean i've heard this story so many times well you know you know like i, w- I wish things could be like when it was with like my parents when you know like, like my dad just worked and and you know my mom didn't have to work she got to stay at home and she got to raise the kids and got to do this and this and this yeah that's great and how many of these fucking fathers were raging alcoholics hated their lives because yeah, they had exactly. all this tremendous amount of pressure on them the whole time. You never, like, nobody ever thinks of that. You know I mean? You don't think about that aspect of it. So, you know, I think that that's, what's going to be true for the animal kingdom. If that uh, makes sense. I'm, I would like to know what the alcoholism statistics are amongst other species. I don't know. I don't know, but I bet you if they did drink, it would be high. Yeah, oh, guaranteed. Just, <laughs> you, 
you'd see a lot of very drunk tigers <laughs> doing some stupid shit. <laughs> well, there was last year. There was all the drunken raccoons. It was fucking awesome. Oh, that was great. Reports all over Ontario for that shit. <laughs> ah, so cool. Um. <laughs> Did um, you know that the uh, in Canada? Uh, cell phone companies are already starting to share their data with health authorities around the world? Uh, no, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, cell phone companies have been taken upon their, themselves and as part of the agreements that everybody clicks yes to for everything they own, um, they're actually taking a lot of the data that we have and stuff like our own personal text messages and things like that. And they're going through, and they're actually sending all this stuff out to anything that has you mentioning coronavirus, feeling sick, not feeling well. And it's all being shipped out to um, the health authorities around the world. It's happening oh, wow. in a lot of countries. And even in Canada, um, Justin Trudeau has not ruled out that cell phones won't be allowed to do that. I am going to She's start quite open for self I'm going to start every telephone conversation I have from this moment on with Hi coronavirus, I feel sick. <laughs> I completely agree with that. And you know, if if the if the government is tracking information on shitty things people say, they got a big ass file on me. Um, like this yeah, show, it ain't gonna be short. <laughs> this show should be called uh, Eric and Gord. Holy, look at the red flags over there! Uh, <laughs> Eric and Gord, our phones are tapped. I don't know, something like that. Um, whatever. Cell phones, like, fuck, they're gonna sell our information to somebody for whatever reason. I don't care. I've I've said from day one, I know they're listening, and I don't care, and really, they can do what they want with my information. Um, although I am slightly more on the grid now than I've been for many, many years, I still don't think it matters. No. Um, Sorry. Um, Only if there's enough for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, just for me. Um, <laughs> um, again, a lot of this whole thing with this whole sharing all your information from these mobile devices, I just, I just don't care. No, give it to whoever you, you want. I don't give a shit. If you do care, don't have a mobile device or don't agree to the terms and conditions. Yeah, it's really simple. Like. You don't have to own these things. You really don't. Your life can survive without it. It'll be difficult in a sense, but you know, I I, I certainly wouldn't do it. But I I yeah. sign. I don't read the terms and conditions. Um, but I'm assuming there's a whole bunch of shit in there that I don't want to agree to, but I do. Uh, so whatever. It's my. It's totally up to me. I I make that choice. So, and so do you guys. So if you don't like it, don't do it. 
Uh, it's that yeah. simple. Um, so that I I don't know. I this the sharing of information doesn't surprise me, and I don't care. Um, yeah. Especially yeah. not from the cell phone companies. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Just um, just don't care. <laughs> As, as, as I say, I'm, I'm sure in the last two years they have started building quite the file on me. Um, and that's fine. Guess I'm just glad you guys are listening. Hey, CSIS and cell phone companies, while you're listening, head over on the Apple iTunes and give us a little star rating. Or, Wouldn't you laugh if all of a sudden thing comes up? You got liked by CSIS. <laughs> you're, you're listening anyway. You might as well help us out, guys. Uh, send an email, GwynethPaltrow'sVagina at gmail.com. Just say, hey, Eric, it's Ted from CSIS, and I heard you on Tuesday, March 24th. And I will send you one of the coveted Eric and Gord pens that are coming out in, I'm going to say, the next two weeks. Um, very limited edition, very hard to get your hands on. We're not just giving these fuckers away. you got to work for them. There is also a very, very limited edition Eric and Gord postcard that's going to be available in about two weeks. But there's only, seriously, only 25 of them, and that might be all there ever is. But they are spectacular. And you guys can, well, I'll figure out what you can do for them. Um, emails go a long, long way. Voice messages on ericandgord.world are huge. Uh, if you want either of these things, the pen or the postcard, voice messages go a long, long way. Just saying. Um, what else do we have? I have uh, some gourd, well, two gordicles. <laughs> That's what I call articles for gourd, gordicles. I've never said that before in my life. I just made that up now, and I don't think I'll say it again. That's a weird word. Um, I'm not complaining though. <laughs> the first gordical I got was uh, there's been constant disputes over how the surface of Mercury came to be formed, and it was thought to have been formed by the meteor shower that hit the Earth, and now they've proven that the surface of Mercury was formed like 2,000 years before that. Uh, it gets like 800 degrees in the daytime and minus 200 at night and shit. And they thought like it was just like this crazy weird planet. Uh, they've now discovered the possibility of water just below the surface and reasonable temperatures. And they're starting to believe there may have been or could possibly be life on Mercury just below the surface. So that's crazy and weird. Um, a big wow. shift in the opinion of the astronomical community. I don't know. They're they're changing their. You know, it, there's always like these massive changes because we're still constantly learning. It was like I was shocked and dismayed and a little annoyed when Pluto wasn't a planet anymore. I was like, shit, that's weird. Like, and now Pluto's not a planet. Like. That's a fucked up thing that happened in our time, and and now here's another fucked up one. Like it, maybe there there was the possibility that Mercury might have had life on it, um, which changes a, a whole lot of opinions on things. So 
that I found uh, I always find that kind of stuff really interesting like because we are still learning and sometimes we're wrong and and uh, it's just very cool uh, but that's going to cause a lot of uh, conversation anyway I don't know if it's going to cause like controversy um, but I know a lot of people don't believe it yet uh, so it's going to be interesting in the next little while um, so that was one gortical <laughs> Maybe we could all go live on Mercury. Um, the second one, somewhat related, uh, we're getting a, a drill of sorts in April. Uh, an asteroid is going to pass by safely. There's no big stupid NASA number attached to this. They actually just said it's 1,280 feet wide. And it's okay. traveling... It's traveling at 53,000 kilometers per hour. And in April, I didn't get the exact date, but in April, it's supposed to pass very, very close, but it's going to pass by safely. Um, so that's like a test run, I guess. Hmm. Um, but they, I, they, it really caught my eye that there was no uh, vari- variation on the size they offered. They just said the one size... It's twelve hundred and fifty or twelve hundred and eighty kilometers or feet, twelve hundred and eighty feet wide. So that's still big enough to fuck shit up if it hits. And that's the thing I'm thinking because, you know, they always say these ones are gonna hit and then they just miss. Maybe the one they're saying is gonna just miss is the one that's gonna fucking hit. <laughs> Maybe we just don't know. Like they're always like, oh, this one's hitting. This one's hitting, oh, right, right by. And then this one, they're like, no, nah, it's not going to hit. That's the one that's going to get us. I know it. Maybe <laughs> that's what takes out coronavirus. Maybe next month in the height of the coronavirus, the fucking Gord's asteroid just slams. <laughs> Boom, there you go. All the people that oh. all the people that were worried about dying from coronavirus just incinerated from the asteroid that collided with them. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. How'd that social distancing work out for you? Losers. End up with an asteroid up your ass. Oh, do you know how happy I'd be? Uh, <laughs> that would be kind of awesome, actually. If everyone's just like, okay, we're going to have to self-isolate for the rest of the year, and no one's going back to school and everything, and just boom. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, did you? How'd that toilet paper work out? Um, uh, so look for that in April. This one, but I'm not. I'm seeing that's coming by in April is called 1998 OR2. It's the biggest asteroid due to fly by Earth this year. Coming closest on April 29th, 2020. The space rock is probably at least a mile wide, 1.8 kilometers. It may be two and a half times that big. <laughs> uh, I don't honestly remember okay. where where I got the story, but I will, I will forward it to you if you like. Uh, I'll send you the Mercury one too, because there's a bunch of yeah. nonsense, bunch of gibberish that I didn't understand. Oh, I didn't bother reading because it was just like. Hey, there might be life on Mercury. Then it went into all this technical shit, and I was just like, blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> so not gonna be paying attention to this part of this. <laughs> there, there was a bunch of shit about black holes, and they they learned something about something, and they found the edge of the Milky Way. By the way, I, I read that too. Um, I I caught a speaking of black holes, I actually caught a video where they said this is the sound of two black holes colliding together. And it was epic because it literally had this really neat sound of just like almost like kind of the, the sound of whirling wind, but not really, almost like a whirling static sound. It's a very interesting sound. And then all of a sudden, as soon as they, they plop together, it goes, bloop. There's, there's no <laughs> sound in a va- Space is a vacuum. There's no sound in space. <laughs> Which is what made the video so amazing. It is so technically sound the way the graphics were done and the way the whole thing was written they had all this amazing uh important stuff listed all over it and then all of a sudden it's just like you know and they, they get really close really close and it goes bloop <laughs> I, I i don't know why well when you're done. when you're talking about space i'm in i like it i i find this shit fascinating and the more we learn the more i like it and but for some reason as soon as you start talking about black holes i am fucking out that is just, That's the it just puts me, as soon as you start getting onto black holes, I'm just like, ah, oh, Jesus. And everything, you you just become the teacher <laughs> from Charlie Brown. I just don't care. They're holes and they're black. I don't give a shit. They don't do anything. Oh, they do plenty. Are you kidding me? They destroy solar systems. Boo. They devour planets. They're the Death Stars, but bigger. Yeah, they're big and black, and who gives a crap? <laughs> it's a hole. Uh, uh, black holes are where spaghettic spaghettification uh, could happen, and spaghettification is a very, very cool thing. Um, even. Uh, uh, it is where if like if you fell into a black hole, you would be yeah. stretched. You would be stretched so thin that it would actually change your molecular structure, which is supposed to be impossible. Um, but you would actually become like it, it. You would be stretched so thin that it it changes your your uh, physical makeup or whatever. Um, Stephen Hawking came up with the theory. He couldn't. But it it contradicts his own theories. <laughs> um, oh, because that's not supposed to happen, right? You're not supposed to be able to change. Like you 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 change. You're either liquid, solid, or gas, but you never change. Uh, what your physical state, right? Like you. Well, no, I'm sorry. You change the your physical basic, state, but the basic chemical. The basic chemical breakdown is still the same. No yeah, what. and if you fell into a black hole, you would get spaghettified, which means you would stretch so thin to an atomic level that it would actually, your chemical makeup would change, which isn't supposed to happen. And they, they said that to Stephen Hawking. They're like, that contradicts your own theories. And he was like, whatever. <laughs> yep, it does. <laughs> and that was just his answer. He's like, I yep. just bring up the ideas. I'm I just love that. Bring up the ideas. It'll be up to you guys to prove it. I love that about Stephen Hawking. They're like, but that contradicts everything you just said. He's like, sure does, and just fucked off. <laughs> like, he is too smart to explain it yes, to it us. Yes, it does. 
<laughs> we're too dumb to get it anyway. He's not going to waste his time explaining it. I fucking love that about that dude. Yeah. And um, he was, like, funny as hell, too. Oh, yeah. Made him genius. Um, so, <laughs> interesting stuff. Spaghettification. I just like that. That's the one thing about black holes I like. But other than that, black holes are stupid, and I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, to go back to the original thing, this, uh, providing I'm looking at the same one you're talking about, which I'm assuming it would be, um, this asteroid, astronomers with small telescopes, uh, you'll actually, you can actually watch it. It'll, it'll act as a slow moving star. Uh, you'll be able to see it in the sky within the next, um, within the next, uh, few days you can start tracking it with a telescope or can you see it with the naked eye? Uh, no telescope. Hmm. I don't think I have one. I'll see if maybe uh, someone in the neighborhood well, or, or my mom's husband can uh, maybe hook me up. Because I would like to do that. That would be interesting. Fine because if you don't have access to a telescope, you go to the website, which is um, Virtual Telescope Project, and which is located in Rome, and they will be hosting a free online public viewing of the asteroid on April 28th. Yeah, see, online, I'd, I want to get a telescope, and I want to go see an asteroid. Because online, you can go to Eric and Gordon World, and I can have an asteroid flying by tonight. Like, no problem. <laughs> uh, I can have asteroids flying by all week if you want. Just send me That'd an email. Awesome. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. I'll put on a fucking meteor shower. Online live viewing of this meteor shower. Uh, you can buy part of the meteors. I can, I'll sell you a meteor. You want to buy a meteor? I got a whole backyard full of them. Uh, you can watch the meteor shower. You can pick your meteor, and I'll mail it to you for a very reasonable price. So uh, my the point I'm trying to make is I would rather watch it in person than online. Understandable. <laughs> So, but I would like to try and get a telescope. I would like to try and get a telescope and actually do that because I never get to see shit. Like I, I never, I never catch meteor showers or anything cool. Like I, I just, I either miss them or I forget about them or I sleep through them or like any cool space event I never get to see. Um, I never even see like what's the one you can see? Like you can see Mars every once in a while. I never get to see it. Yeah. I never get to see it. Nothing. I see. Although I saw the Northern Lights once, that was pretty kick-ass. But yeah, I've seen that once too. That was amazing. I call um, that life-changing because that's just incredible. Um. Okay, I got one last story I want to share. I think it's my last one because this I thought was really, really fucking cool. Uh, Pacific Gas and Energy, the California Power Company has pleaded guilty to 84 counts of manslaughter related to the 2018 California wildfires that killed 85 people. Uh, it wow. was It was caused by their equipment. Um, they, they pled guilty to it uh, to the tune of $30 billion in liabilities. Uh, they've been... Uh, obviously declared bankruptcy, uh, but I thought it was pretty. It's pretty rare for a corporation to just come forward and go, "Yeah, we fucked up, and it's our fault, and we're gonna fix it." 
<laughs> we're gonna pay what we can. Um, so I wow. thought that was pretty wow. fucking uh, amazing. I didn't realize that those were man-made fires in 2018. Everyone remembers the 2018 fire season. It was pretty fucking horrific. Um, I didn't realize that it was man-made. So, hmm. uh, I can't say I knew that either. But apparently it was. And 85 people died as a result of it. And Pacific Gas and Energy just said, yeah. They totally copped to it. So um, I don't know what the circumstances wow. were. I don't know if that's super cool of them or not. I, uh, But I don't think I've ever heard of a corporation just coming forward. Like BP is still fighting over the fucking oil spill. Um, that they directly caused. <laughs> yeah. They're still fighting in that. Like, How long ago was that, though, that oil spill in New Orleans? And they're still like, no. Uh, and, you know, like, <laughs> fuck, there's still people disputing Exxon, like, but, like, corporations never admit to this shit. Like, Monsanto is still saying Roundup is good. They're getting people to drink it to get rid of coronavirus. Um, <laughs> so these guys just pop it up and just like, yeah, we fucked up and we burned down California and we want to pay for it. I hope it's something cool. I hope it's not like some sort of duress or whatever. Wow, that's so, incredible. Uh, so who is that that actually took responsibility? What are they uh, called? Pacific Gas and Energy. PG&E. If you just type in PG&E, that's the California Energy Company. Or Power Company, whatever you want to say. Uh, so, I, like Crazy I said, I, I didn't really look into all the circumstances of why they're coming forward, but uh, $30 billion they're going to pay out. That sucks. Like, let me put that into perspective for our listeners. If you guys don't, if you can't, if you were the only one paying that, you personally would have to kick in $30 billion. There. I hope that clears it up for you. (laughs) Yeah, they're... Yeah, pay victims $13.5 billion. Uh, you know what doesn't cost $30 billion while Gord's reading that? Uh, going to ericandgord.com and ordering yourself a t-shirt. We got <laughs> two awesome Season 3 t-shirts. One's our cover art, one's the classic Fuck Eric and Gord logo. Uh, they are going for just $17 for men, for ladies. We got all sizes. We got all colors. We got everything you want. If you, The first two people to order them get the very limited edition Eric and Gord pen delivered with them. And those pen, not just everybody gets those pens, but two people who send an email to eric at ericandgord.world and order themselves a t-shirt, you get a pen. That is awesome. Um, so there you go. Do that, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, Wait a I, minute. How, how much did you say they're what? What's that? You, how, how much did you say that they're, that they're paying? $30 billion. $30 Because $30 I am reading right now, and it says... The company is sentenced to a maximum fine of, quote, no more than $3,486,950. And mm-hmm. it has to reimburse the Butte County 
district attorney's office a 500 grand for the cost of its investigation into the fire. Why would a company go out of business for $3 million? Well, that's just it. I'd, among other positions, PG&E must establish a trust compensating victims of the campfire and other wildfires to the tune of $13.5 billion. Yeah, and then there's another $12 billion in something. I don't remember. And it has to pay hundreds, hundreds of millions to the town of Paradise in Butte County and cooperate prosecutor's investigation. Sucks so, yeah, I guess so all said and done. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, well, that's what you get, you fucking morons. <laughs> that is what you get. That's it. That's all the news I could find that wasn't corona related. I looked everywhere around the world. There is nothing going on right now. No. Uh um, the only other thing that I found or, or sort of heard was that the um the package that um, the Canadian government has put forward, the compensation package that I've put forward, has been stalled because the Bloc Québécois has said, I'm not signing off on this, fuck you, we want something different. Um, but I can't find out what it is exactly they're looking for. Uh, well, so, I... I don't know, uh, but it's at the House of Commons today. I, I didn't hear about that. I'm I'm I know it hasn't been approved yet, but I don't I didn't hear anything about Quebecois blocking it. I'll look into it and we can talk about it tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna be doing. I I Quebec seems to be getting hit particularly hard, uh, harder than other provinces it seems. But then they're a bunch of fucking whiners anyway, so you wouldn't know. Like it's. They could get it's not even close to as bad as like Saskatchewan, but Saskatchewan never bitches about anything because they're tough ass farmers. And in Quebec, they're just like some guys got the sniffles and they're like, "Oh my god, we need government funding." That's something you got to keep in mind. Like, look at how we've changed generationally. Like seventy, what was it, uh, seventy, eighty years ago? They were asking us to go to World War Two, and people were like, "Yeah, man, get to the front lines. Like, do your duty." Now it's like the sniffles are coming. It's like, oh, fuck, everyone get home and retreat and be fucking <laughs> buy your toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Like, what the fuck has become of us? It used to be like, we used to like march out like, yeah, fuck Nazis. We're just going to walk across the ocean and kick their asses. Now it's like, oh, my God, there's a virus in Italy. Everyone fucking hide in the basement. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, my grandfather would be just <laughs> laughing his ass off right now. Like, what have we become? Like, I, I, yeah, think of the grandparents that that fought in the um, in Vietnam. They had to deal with all those fucked up diseases and shit. They got dealt with, right? And now we're like, uh oh, we might maybe get something that might possibly make us breathe bad for a minute. Everybody, like, we might as well all just get man buns right now. Start wearing socks and sandals. And fucking drinking frappuccinos or whatever the hell hipsters <laughs> drink. I don't know. We've just, like... Uh, frappuccinos. My God, like, the smell of vagina is huge in the air. Because <laughs> what has happened to men? We used to fucking just, like... My grandfather lied about his age because he was too young to fight in the war. He's like, fuck that. 
He's only 17. He's like, I'm fighting in the fucking war. Now we're like, we won't even fight against the coronavirus? My God. Everyone should be ashamed of how lame you've all turned into. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you just, you, you, you kind of nailed that one around the head. Batman has been postponed because they can't, because Batman's scared of coronavirus. I would say the only superhero we have this year is. Mega faggot. <laughs> Still one of my favorites. That's the guy <laughs> that we can all look up to. That's how who we're all becoming this year. Mega faggot. Enjoy your toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Dicks. Fuck. Our grandparents would have swallowed that hand sanitizer and been like, there, we're good. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Move on. <laughs> you know, while people are freaking out about this whole virus thing and they're being stuck in their houses, like, oh my god, two weeks, I'm stuck in my house for two weeks. Um, yeah, Anne Frank lived in a closet for two more, two years, you know, perspective people. With with <laughs> no no internet, no Netflix, no homeschooling, no none of that shit. No. Like, no, the, the people... I keep hearing all these comparisons to Anne Frank, and I don't think people understand. Like, it wasn't like she was walled up in an attic with uh, her laptop and, you know, she was just chatting on Instagram the whole time. Uh, she, didn't, they, she didn't have Netflix. No. Uh, these people that were hiding from Nazis, they were hiding, and, like, if they breathed, they were going to die. We're like, oh, God, I have to stay at home with all the fucking space-age luxuries I can possibly imagine. This is torture. <laughs> and what I don't have, I can order in. <laughs> yeah, I can order everything. I can order booze. I can order pot. I can order food. I literally can get anything delivered to my doorstep. Oh, this social distancing is so terrible. Bunch of fucking God! You should all, all be ashamed of yourselves. Revolve around, right? All these people whose lives revolve around social media, and they're sitting there complaining because now they have a hundred percent full access to it without any job getting in the way, and they're all bitching. Yeah, I actually had uh, someone from Vancouver get in touch with me that I haven't spoken to since I left, and she was just like, "Hey, now that I'm quarantining, I got some time to chat." I was like, that a girl. Um, but yeah, you guys are like, oh, and you just live on social media. Now it's your chance to be at home on social media for 14 days. And you're like, oh, God, I can't handle this. What am I going to do? Uh, the same thing you fucking do every day. Maybe just, you know. Oh, God. I don't get it. But whatever. We're all in this together. It'll it'll be over soon. Um, and I certainly hope so. Come on, asteroid! In the meantime, <laughs> before the asteroid hits, I want you guys to be able to see Eric and Gord, the Laser of Truth, the single most epic motion picture event of the 21st century. I guarantee. Another movie 
as amazing as this, starring Eric and Gord, doesn't exist yet. You could look, but you won't find one. I'm just saying. That's that's how good it is. <laughs> and I'm probably so stoked. Another movie as good as this starring Eric and Gord probably isn't coming out this year. This is going to be the one. So everybody should try and watch it. I didn't get those videos up last night. I will get them up on Facebook tonight for everybody to watch so you can get up to speed on sort of what it's about. But you don't get the whole backstory. I can't give it away right now. All I can say is it's in the future and we're robots. Uh, and I can't wait. And when I say if you're future, fans of the show, there will be Easter eggs, just letting you know. And when I say future, I mean 2041. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be like in our lifetime. I didn't want it to be unreal. Oh, it's 200 years from now. Well, how the fuck are Eric and Gordon 240 years old? No, right? That wouldn't make sense. So I just made it reasonable. Because I'm smart like that. You certainly are. And that's why I'm happy to be partners with you. Uh, oh, this thing just gets better and better. Um, <laughs> I got nothing else. That's it. I'm done, kids. Yeah. There's nothing more to talk about. Uh, stick around for we got a really fun show tomorrow. And then we've got a big old cool interview on Thursday with a guy I've been very much looking forward to talking to. And it's been a little while since we've done an interview, so that'll be a nice change of pace. And this is how I wanted it. I wanted it to be uh, me and Gord a few days a week and then a couple interviews and stuff like that. Mixing it up. It's kind of cool. I like it. Uh, That's Russell Notley. I'm very much looking forward to having him on the show. That's on Thursday, and Gord gets to join us. I thought he wasn't going to, but he is, and that's cool. Yep, I am actually going to be there now. Very exciting. That's actually a huge relief. I was dreading doing it by myself. So <laughs> uh, that day when we had Mike Simons on from Texas, um, the Anything Goes project, and I had to do like ten minutes by myself because you were stuck with another uh, thing you had to deal with. Yeah. That that ten minutes was the worst. Like, it was just horrible. <laughs> was like, I don't even know what to ask you. I don't know questions. What do you do? <laughs> and I just turned into a fucking idiot. I'm I'm useless without you. And yet when we're when we're uh, when we're on with a guest, I never have notes. I never have anything. I just have all these great questions off the, off the top of my head. Like people are like, Oh wow, I've never been asked that before. You guys are fucking awesome. And then when you're not here, I'm just like, Man, I don't know questions. What do you like? Stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. This would not be a good show if I went back to uh, being solo. So anyway, stick around for that. Thanks for listening tonight. Oh, Gord has something more to say. say. Um, unlike before, um, where I I didn't want to brag about anything, I'm really proud of myself today. Um, because uh, once I got home. I saw that somebody had posted on one of my my uh, local sites um, on Facebook that um, 
they are they're actually in full quarantine um, uh, because one of the members actually has the virus. And so their whole house is on complete and total lockdown. They can't go in or out or anything. And they're like, we want, we need to stock up for the next like month because they're expe- ex- expecting it as it, as it goes through each family member in the house. If it does, they're giving themselves a whole amount of time. So like, you know, is there any butchers open? Do they do deliveries? Uh, so I just messaged them. I said, you guys want to do an order through the local butcher? I said, I'll, I'll go and pick it up and drop it off to you. Um, and it uh, turns out the lady I was doing with ended up have – she's got extreme anxiety um, when it comes to dealing with things she doesn't know. And she's never done like a massive order for anything, so she doesn't know what to do. She was very panicky about the whole thing. So I literally took care of the entire order for her. I arranged it all with them, got them – uh, gave her a full list of everything they have at the price point. She checked off everything she wanted. I called them back. I got the whole thing set up, picked up a whole bunch of meat for them today. I'm going back to get the end of the week to pick up some more meat for them. Um, and uh, they're extremely, extremely thankful and very happy that I did all this for them. And, you know, literally when it comes down to it, it took out the grand total of me about 45 minutes of my fucking life. Um, and now there's a family that's super happy and stoked that they have food. Um, they don't have to worry about a delivery guy coming to the door and signing for something and trying to pay for anything. So there's no worries about cross contamination. And on top of that, her son works at one of the high end restaurants in town. And because of my kind act, guess who's getting that restaurant knife sharpenings. That's the way to do it. So that's how you build up community. Uh, just, you know, as much as I always want everybody to die, uh, while we're waiting for that, um, just help people out. Do something nice. If you know people are in quarantine next door and everything's fine, you know, just do something nice. You know, um, if you do grocery shopping, pick your neighbor up something and leave it at the front door and let them know it's there. And make sure if you do something like that, the hashtag easiest thing in the world and Tell us what you did that was nice for your neighbor. We want to hear it. We want to celebrate that kind of shit. And maybe there's a pen or a postcard in it for you. Uh, You can just uh, hashtag that. Tell us on Instagram or Facebook or the Twitter what you did. Or shoot me an email, eric at ericandgord.world. And tell me what you did to be like Gord. And uh, we we would love to uh, announce that shit and have something happy for a change. I don't like to just be a monster all the time. I would love to say happy shit once in a while. Even monsters have nice days. Exactly. On that note, (laughs) we're going to be back in roughly 23 hours to do this for you guys again. Until then, take care of each other. Do something nice or die. (laughs) Or die. That's horrible. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.